Yes, it's time for another episode of As the Palace Turns. This week's episode is called God's Prophecy Comes True, and it's from 2 Samuel chapter 18, verses 5 through 9, verse 15, then jumping to verse 31 through 33 in the New International Version of the Bible. This is Concafe. Welcome, I'm Pastor Radio Alberde. Hear now the word of God. The king commanded Joab, Abishai, and Ittai, Be gentle with the young man Absalom for my sake. And all the troops heard the king giving orders concerning Absalom to each of the commanders. David's army marched out of the city to fight Israel, and the battle took place in the forest of Ephraim. There Israel's troops were routed by David's men. And the casualties that day were great, 20,000 men. I should add, this was like a civil war, brother fighting brother. The battle spread out over the whole countryside, and the forest swallowed up more men that day than the sword. Now Absalom happened to meet David's men. He was riding his mule, and as the mule went under the thick branches of a large oak, Absalom's hair got caught in the tree. He was left hanging in midair while the mule he was riding kept on going. And ten of Joab's armor-bearers surrounded Absalom, struck him, and killed him. Then the Cushite arrived and said, My lord the king, hear the good news. The lord has vindicated you today by delivering you from the hand of all who rose up against you. The king asked the Cushite, Is the young man Absalom safe? The Cushite replied, May the enemies of my lord, the king, and all who rise up to harm you be like that young man. The king was shaken. He went up to the room over the gateway and wept. As he went, he said, O my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died instead of you, O Absalom, my son, my son. Dear friends, this is the word of God for the people of God. We say thanks be to God. Well, again, welcome to Concafe. I pray this Wednesday be a wondrous one for you, dear Concafe family, and may you, dear listener, find what you lack in God's word and his presence. And may our prayers reach the throne of heaven and bring to earth the desired results of God. May we pray for the comfort for the Plager family, who today led to, laid to rest Dini, matriarch of that family, marvelous woman of faith. May she rest in peace. I invite us to pray for one another. And I invite you, dear friend, to pray for yourself. Offer up to God praise and thanksgiving and confess your sins and ask for help in the areas of your life where you know you need it very badly, as I do. Well, dear friends, this is not the most joyous passage to read. It's a very honest one. It's one we're going to get into detail some. But uh, it just hits hard to hear that a son rises up against a father and tries to steal the kingdom from the father through violent uprising, a civil war, as I said earlier, and you saw the results. Even though David had asked for merciful treatment of his son, it's like the commanders nor the men, certainly not the armor bearers, heard a word of that. All they could think is, how dare this upstart rise up against our king and we'll show you so friends when we last visited king david he had confessed to his sin 
and you remember what those are. I don't want to remind you. And God shared with him some hopeful, merciful words, but also some truthful words. Now, keep in mind, God was not bringing this to punish David. Sometimes we think, oh, well, it's God's will, or we have to think that it was God's fault for this happening. No. Here are the words from verse 10. This was the prophet speaking as a prophet, the mouthpiece of God, on behalf of God. Now, therefore, the sword will never depart from your house because you despised me and took the wife of Uriah the Hittite to be your own. That's from 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 10. And indeed, dear friends, the sword did not depart from David's home. One of his own sons challenged him for the throne and went to war against him. David, faithful father that he was, pleads for compassion in the treatment of Absalom. The passage shows otherwise, as I said. As the young man hangs from the branches of a thick oak tree because of his thick hair, ten of General Joab's armor-bearers surrounded Absalom and struck him dead. The army rejoiced and thought the king would as well. But when the king asked about his son, the officer, the Cushite, that replied what had happened, he said, I hope what happened to Absalom would happen to all of my king's enemies. David was shaken and sad by the news. David wept and wept for his son, even though the young man was willing to kill his own father for his own political ambition. Uh, friends, just as there is no perfect person in the world, save our Lord Jesus Christ, there is no perfect family either. But we're still looking, we're still trying. And no place does that seem to appear more than in the stories and on the pages of the Bible. Remember the first family? I'm talking about Cain and Abel, Adam and Eve. Now with those two sons, you would have thought, well, they certainly will fight like brothers and sisters do, but over minor things, but to have one kill the other it just does not seem right. And it wasn't right. It was wrong. It was evil. It was sinful. It was in keeping with the family business, disobeying God. And to the children of Abraham, the son of Sarai, or Sarah and the son of Hagar, sure, separate mothers, but hatred of this magnitude and to the present age, to this day, they hate each other. I remind you, Hagar had the father of the Arab people, and Sarah had the father of the Jews. And I asked, since the time of Genesis, you guys still can't work it out? But asking a question closer to home, dear friend, is your family immune to this? Chances are that you have a family that is not just like mine. And the only time we hear silence or, you know, when we used to have all of our babies in our house and they were quiet, we knew that they were up to something. <laughs> and it could be the littlest thing that triggers wars in the household. This is mine, not yours. Or who gave you permission to do or to wear that? Or who said you could borrow that music player? It's mine. Or even who do you think you are? Dear friends, we know that lines are crossed, boundaries are erected, and feelings, sometimes hearts, sometimes lives, 
are broken. And it seems like nothing can ever repair them. One would think the prestige, the protection, the position of a palace would count for something, you know, for a tranquil family life. But in this case of King David and Prince Absalom, it counted for nothing but heartache and death. Even modern monarchies do not have any sort of protection from the human condition. Which home does? But that's not an excuse. It's a wake-up call. You would think wise words like the ones we read last night from the sacred pages of the Apostle Paul would, would or should make a difference in the lives of believers. Yet, we can step back and say the first four books of the New Testament are about the good news. Yay, Jesus is here. This is what Jesus did. This is what Jesus said. They crucified him. They buried him. He rose from the dead. He arose into heaven. Yay! Then there's a book about the history of the start of the church, the church's reaction or response to the life and ministry of Jesus, and the rest of the book. <laughs> I like to sum it up with one word, behave. Okay, two words, behave Christians. <laughs> you think about that? The majority of the pages of the New Testament is how to act right. Even if you claim to be believers, even how to live righteously, and to seek to glorify God. And do we? This then, my friends, is our call to action. To be men and women, boys and girls of love, service, sacrifice, praise, and compassion. May true change happen in our hearts and in our spirits so that we can truly transform the world for Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Oh, do we need to pray. Loving Father, we have heard, and we will respond as you guide us. We want to transform the world for you, but we know it must start in our hearts first. So come, Holy Spirit, begin that transformation in us and ignite in us the strength and peace we need to serve you in more faithful ways. We pray for all families represented in this prayer, for all who are listening, for all who are reading, that love would reign supreme in each heart and spirit and truly become the places where love is no stranger. And this we pray in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray this has blessed you and I pray you will share this blessing with others. And I pray that this will indeed move you to action, call you to action, call you to wake up and to respond. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord, but the way that happens is by being love for someone today. Be love for others today. Receive my blessings of joy and love. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde, and thank you again for tuning in. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. And took the wife of Uriah, Uriah, the, 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 and ignite, and ignite,